expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 42 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,005 on turnover of 3.9 billion NT. The TIEX followed other regional markets and lost ground on Monday as investors reacted to the U.S. Federal Reserve indicating that it might raise interest rates more aggressively to cool inflation. It was the market's fifth decline in six sessions. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says the government has signed a second contract with American drug maker Pfizer to procure 350,000 courses of its antiviral drug Paxlovid. According to Chen, the batch will be delivered to Taiwan by the end of June. This second contract also stipulates that Taiwan has the option to buy another 350 courses if necessary. While the remaining courses of Paxlovid, which Taiwan purchased in its first contract with Pfizer, will be delivered in batches in the coming two weeks. The government signed a contract with Pfizer in January for 20,000 courses of Paxlovid, of which 4,800 courses have arrived. The health minister says a total of 136 courses have so far been used. The Supreme Court is rejecting an appeal by two former Taipei City officials who were convicted of defrauding the city of 590 million NT on a building construction project more than 15 years ago. The appeal filed by Gao Jianen and Wang Mingcan, two former high-level employees at the Taipei Department of Rapid Transit Systems. Gao was sentenced by the Taiwan High Court to 10 years in prison, while Wang received a four-year sentence last June. The Supreme Court's refusal to hear an appeal means they will both have to serve their respective prison sentences. The case dates back to 2006, when Radium Tech Life was contracted by the Taipei city government to build an apartment complex in New Taipei, Xingdian District. In international news, Australian Chancellor Karl Nehammer says he told Russian President Vladimir Putin to end his invasion of Ukraine and raise the issue of serious war crimes committed by Russian troops. Nehammer was the first European leader to meet with the Russian president since the start of the Russian invasion. In a statement released by his office after the meeting Monday, Nehammer said those who committed war crimes in the Ukrainian city of Bucha and elsewhere would be held to account. The Australian Chancellor also urged the opening of more humanitarian corridors to supply essentials to civilians trapped in besieged cities. 
Nehammer's Moscow visit comes after a trip on Saturday to Kiev, where he met Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. And U.S. President Joe Biden has announced a series of measures to crack down on so-called ghost guns, which are untraceable weapons used in an escalating number of shootings. From Washington, D.C., Benji Heyer reports. Ghost guns, made from kits that can be purchased online and assembled in minutes at home, lack a serial number, rendering them almost impossible to track. U.S. President Joe Biden says that means they could fall into the hands of criminals, domestic abusers or terrorists, people who would normally be prevented from purchasing a gun at a store. His new rule isn't a ban, like those imposed by several states, but rather a change in how the federal government treats these kits. The United States Department of Justice is making it illegal for a business to manufacture one of these kits without a serial number. Illegal. Illegal for a licensed gun dealer to sell them without a background check. Ghost guns have fueled the epidemic of violence in the U.S., having been used in multiple recent shootings. The White House says the reported number of these weapons increased tenfold within five years. That was Benji Heyer. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.